You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by you because TSS, That Story Show, is a listener-supported show. Join the community today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hey, this is John Wilkerson from Struggling for Purpose, and you're listening and watching that story show. It's your weekly kick in the junk. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this lady's house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, how you doing, podcast people? This is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 300, brought to you the week of June 29th, 2019. I'm your host. My name is James Keniston. My good friend is here. And I am John, and it's actually 301. Oh my goodness! You're right. We did we 300 did already. Last time. My bad. I just corrected it. Oh, done. So Didn't who are you? My name is John, and uh, <laughs> I like aerobics. Oh, I didn't know that about it's you. It's true because sometimes I run around the house and. Do you record it and put it on YouTube at all? I should. You should. I would I totally watch should. it. I would watch. Would it. you watch that? I would. That'd be weird. So uh, I, I would be amiss if I did not mention that this episode sounds so different and so live because we are live today at the first annual beta version of the NarthexCon, and we have a live audience who are amazing, and they came all the way, some of them from Nevada, all the Holy way here. Other people crap. drove three and a half and four hours and all kinds of stuff uh, to come out here. So uh, let me hear your audience. Yep. All right. Now just me and John will do it. Okay. Yeah. So there we go. Just All right. repeat that like 600 times. We'll, so that we'll, we cheered for them. That's okay. the important part. That's right. We yeah. are so thrilled and excited to be in front of a live studio. It's going to be audience. great. We're going to have hopefully some stories. We just recorded uh, uh, Red School Bus, and then we recorded a GOK episode, which will be coming out, and you'll want to be listening for that one. Um, and then uh, now we're doing this show, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So we always start with an opening story, and this one's no different. This one comes to us from our good friend Keith Helsley. It's called Hide and Seek. Hey, James. This is Keith. Retro Keith in the chat room sometimes and on Twitter. I have a story for you about a blank guy I know. His name was Don. 
And he told me once as a child, and he had lost his eyesight as a, as a child. I'm not sure how. I think it was glaucoma because he had artificial eyes, which is important to the story because, <laughs> yes. he says, as a child, he wanted to play with his friends outside, and they were playing hide-and-seek. And it got to be his turn to be it. You know how that works. You cover your eyes. You count to some predetermined number, and everybody runs and hides. And then you go look for him. Well, uh, being blind, he was standing there and counting. But there was a little girl who refused to hide until he <laughs> covered his eyes and counted. And he thought that was kind of crazy because he's blind. He says, why do I need to hide my eyes for? She says, I'm not going to hide until you hold your eyes. <laughs> and he thought, well, that's kind of dumb, but he did it. He <laughs> plucked them right out of his head, <laughs> held them in his hands. So that they were hidden, so and gross. he counted. And the girl promptly screamed and ran home. <laughs> I don't think she ever played hide-and-seek with him again. I will well, find you. that's the story. Uh, this is Keith. Hope you enjoyed that. All right, let's give Keith a hand. He's sitting He's right, right here, here in front. Yeah. That was great. I had to put it right up at the front. That was awesome. <laughs> but you want me to hold my eyes? Sure. Yeah. Here you we go. Stupid joke. Hey, you got your father's eyes. And <laughs> yeah, keep them in a little bag. In a box on my bed. <laughs> got him. That's, that's awesome. Good. Well, let's rewind the week. All right. People wonder what that says backwards, and I will never tell. You have to get a record player. Yeah. And put it on and there and burn it onto the backwards. records backwards masking back yeah remember back in the, when we were kids Dude, like everything was the devil my mom i still have the book backward masking unmasked oh man and uh it scared the poo poo kachoo out of me for i a never long listened time. to heavy metal ever i never did either because i didn't even know there was such a thing and my parents sat me down in front of it and made me watch this thing i was scared <laughs> like the devil was in the bed with me for like months Nice. It was terrible. And now I listen to the music for real. You don't have to play it backwards to get something weird out of it. Yeah, I mean, At least not with today's well, music. Well, some of it's pretty catchy. It's like, hey. Yeah. You oh, know? California was a big one, right? Yeah, yeah. That one was. Yeah. They're talking about the satanic church. It, it's, it's, it's weird for. No offense if that song offends you. <laughs> I thought People you were saying no offense now. if you're part of the church of Satan. <laughs> they probably don't claim that song. Hey, if there's either. any Satanists here, we don't want to offend you. <laughs> That's uh. part of our worship song on Sundays. <laughs> we love the Eagles. Oh, man. All right. So um, Weekly Rewind is where we go from the last seven days or so, and we like to share a story and uh, John, I, I would like you to go first. Okay. Since yours is the same as last week's. That's what it says on nope, there. Yeah, so the show notes are wrong okay, because good. I didn't update them. All My right. apologies. Uh, so I, a few weeks ago, I was at camp, and that's why I couldn't be right. there for episodes 299. So they weren't all my fault. They're, no, uh, actually. Most of them were. Probably all mine. Last week was your fault, but I took the blame for it. Yeah, and it, you didn't have to do that, but you did, and I appreciate I it. You're welcome. Love you, John. I'll, I'll look for that extra paycheck next month. And, uh, no, so, I was kidding. Just yeah, good. Don't vote me off. What paycheck? Please, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I was at camp, and while I was there, 
it was kids camp, so this is kids, you know, between the ages of uh, 11 and 8. Mm. So it's a good diverse Usually you group. start with the, the, church y- camp. the younger number, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I had to think backwards because that's sometimes the backward masking. Yeah. So what got me there. <laughs> and um, so I thought, you know, I wasn't really wanting to be there, but I was really excited to be there because kids camp is fun and it's energizing and... Uh, it's, it's, it's not. not fun or energizing. I was about to say, I, it, I stepped away for a minute and you're lying to everybody. <laughs> well, see, the, the audience can actually see it. It is my worthwhile, but it is it's not fun. It's so rewarding. <laughs> and it, it, it is rewarding. And every kid I've ever took to camp has come back changed yes. and better. But it is horrible. <laughs> sometimes we as adults come back changed and better in different ways. I wish I'd changed more because I, I was... I was uh, chafed. <laughs> There's stuff for that. Yeah. I, Apparently all I the campers know. know about it. I didn't know. But uh, while I was there, I thought, you know, I should keep my ears open because there's going to be some good material coming from these amazing kids. And so uh, these are some of the things I heard at the pool. Okay. Wow. Uh, and it happened over a series of days, mostly from one kid who just was <laughs> there's always hilarious. That one. So um, the first thing I heard him say, and you got to think, this kid's a little, little short guy. He's got kind of a high, squirrely voice, and he's really hilarious, but not intending to be. Right, right. Um, and he said, hey, they said there was dye in the pool, but you know what? There's not, because I peed in it. <laughs> I didn't see anything. And he wasn't telling me this. He was telling he was all of his friends. Just a little so, FYI. So, yeah, it's this open road on peeing in the yeah. pool now. I can imagine he probably went down to the deep end or something because, you know, just make sure there's nobody he, down there. He just there. let a little just out there. Out. Take a few <laughs> steps. Let a little more out. Take another few steps. There is no dye there's in this pool. There's not a bit of dye in here. I'm telling all my friends that camp. I peed in the pool. <laughs> so he did, yeah. that was I peed in the pool and nothing <laughs> happened. Um, and then later on the next day, um, you know how pool filtration works. You've got to have yeah. a flow of water into it, and then there's some <laughs> yeah. water that comes out. And it's out. fun to be near one of those. The jets. Or the jets in the pool. Whether it's the sucking one or the yeah, spitting these, out one. They didn't have any. They had skimmers at okay. the top, so it just okay. would bring the water in that way. And then uh, it had jets throughout the pool. Well, I noticed a group of kids, like, around it. Gosh. And, Mind you, this is church camp, so there's no mixed bathing. It's just all boys in yeah. the pool. And, um, and I heard one kid said, hey, come over here and stand in front of the jet. It's fun. <laughs> I said, get away from the jets, kids. Get away from the jets. Oh, boys, stay away from the jets. I thought you were going to tell me something like they turned around and, and got an enemas or something. I, I, I'm so glad. Well, my son did decide he was going to put his face in front of it and got a mouthful of water. Oh. So they were pretty strong jets. I'll just say that. Yeah, let's, were, let's stay away from the jets, I'll boys. S- they were saying it was fun because the force of the water was pushing them deeper yeah. into the pool. But That's why I A bunch of boys too. in the pool, I, I don't know. That's what I meant. Uh, another thing I heard uh, <laughs> this little boy say, now this is Georgia camp. So yeah. just about all Georgia the kids. Georgia camp. Are, Georgia camp. You know, all the kids down there, they just, hey. And so we had this belly flopping contest because that's what kids that's do. That's what you do because they, they'll do it because they're stupid. Yeah. They'll, I'm going to do that, man. That looks like fun. And um, so the kid, they were taking volunteers to line up at the end of the big old pool there. And the kid said, hey, if you don't got a belly, can you still do a belly flop? <laughs> this is a little skinny kid. I'm like, well, I guess you could try. <laughs> and so he, he jumped into it and he didn't do a belly flop. <laughs> I would think a person with a belly would actually have an advantage because we have something that will split the water sooner. Yeah, and we don't, before your face does. We have a shape, 
instead of just hitting, you know, slap down Flat, on the top of the water, the we enter with our belly buttons first and then kind of just ease in. And if you I've, have an Audi, that's even better. I've never, t- I've never tried this, but, uh, but I might. I might give it a shot. Uh, do you have pools up in this great state? Cause we we do because we don't have any beaches. That's for sure. I was swimming that river over there. So <laughs> you can you mm. jump in a pool even if you don't have a belly? And all the fat kids looked at him and went, <laughs> <laughs> "It's not fair." And I, I the next day we were talking about how we had to get out of the pool because the girls were coming in next. And the kids, this boy looked at me with shock. He said, they let girls swim in this pool, too? <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's their it's turn a, next. It's a boy's pool. So, yeah, that's what they thought, because all week they'd just been swimming in with other boys. So Nasty girls in my pool. Nasty I didn't, girls. I mean, we're swimming before them, but on day two, their stuff's in there, too. Yeah. Little, I will say this. Long hair. When I took around. kids to youth, children's camp, um, they did this, the bathe, you know, swimming at different times too. And, and for three days straight, there was a big scandal because some girl, it was always the girls, was pooping in the pool. <laughs> and blamed and, it on the girls. No, no. It literally was oh, man. just when the girls were swimming. That it would have been better. It, it made a better story if a boy dropped it. And then left yeah. and, and waited for the ladies to come and find it. But no, outfit. they'd be in there a good 45 minutes. And then three, <laughs> three days in a row, something comes floating to the top. And they had to shock the pool and the whole thing every day. And, and, and the, the, the counselors and stuff were getting angry. And other kids were getting angry. And I think they were like doing survivor type stuff to try to figure out who was the one kept pooping in the dang pool. We're going to take a DNA sample next. But just watch for the kid that went out to the deep end and is testing for dye. That's what I say. Mm, That's probably the kids. They don't put dye in here. No. I got one last one. It's not as good as the others. But um, the same little boy who who started the story off here. we were had getting out of it was starting to rain and so we had to get out and head towards the cabins and stuff and he pipes up and he says i love the smell of rain or somebody else said i love the smell of rain he says oh yeah me too but i love the smell of gas it's bad for you but i love it (laughs) so i do love the smell of gas not the kind that you make but the kind the earth produces but yeah, you're petroleum. not supposed to breathe it. But I remember when I was a kid, the, the windows would be down, and my my mom would be you know gassing up the car. I was not sorry when that it's smell wafted through. Familiar the, scent to it. I think I I mean like if it was like cutting the grass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. All right, my turn. Um. <laughs> okay my my son has a phone. Uh, he inherited it from his sister. And it's it's a bum, fifty dollar smartphone, okay? So it's not it's not the best it's smartphone. Galaxy S three. It is a, a blade something something. No name takes fifteen minutes to boot up, even though it's brand new phone. But bef- but more than that, he got a new phone number. And you know what it's like when you get a new cell phone number? You're getting all the calls and the texts from all of the people <laughs> that owned your phone and couldn't pay their dang bills. So he gets calls from collectors and people that are offering cheap nice. medical devices and, and neck braces and all kinds of stuff. And he, and he keeps marking them as spam and all this. But he's like, I got 15 texts just today. And I'm like, okay, what, what kind of crap is he having to read? Yeah. You know, I have to go... 
I have to guard him. And, and so I asked him to read one off, and it, and it went something like this. My man has been a steward since he took this pill. I'm like, stop! Stop reading? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't I was, know. What is steward? <laughs> Never mind, Jay. We'll figure it out when you're older, buddy. So, uh... Yeah, anyway. Such a stewed. I'm glad that went over the right heads in the room, I can tell. <laughs> no, it just wasn't funny. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. Where's my nail clip, Red? I gotta yeah, get yeah. myself off the show. <laughs> anyway, it's time for us to do our feature story. Let me tell y'all a story. Let me tell y'all a story. All right, I have the featured story today. And uh, not long ago, because I wasn't sure. And part, part, partly, this is the reason why I wasn't podcasting because I had jury duty, and jury oh. duty is bad news for people that have depression and anxiety because mm. it, it's bad for people that don't deal with that because you sit and you wait. And St. Louis is unique in that we have a lot of crime, but not a lot of people live in the city, so oh, wow. you get called to, for jury duty. Like every year and a half. And I didn't nice. know that. Somehow I escaped. For four years I've lived here. I never got called for jury duty. You saw your internet record. And, and when, yeah, I'm famous in, in St. Louis. Uh, they knew about me. But no, uh, I actually sent in an, a, a message from my doctor to the jury people telling them that I wasn't mentally fit to serve. And they postponed it for me. For six months, which was awesome because six months later I was doing a lot better and I was able to do my duty and I went in and I, and I, I waited for hours and I watched a lot of, um, uh, I watched, uh, a good place, the good place on. You could do that while you're waiting? Yeah. For my to phone. To be selected? Wow. Yeah. Cause I would think they would like take all that they were really nice i think it's because they know we hate them so much <laughs> please but just sir you've never you've please. never seen kinder government employees they were like <laughs> ushering us into rooms and there were televisions and there was even a quiet room to where you could sit quietly and and there was no disturbance to be had there was a a, a flipping lounge where you could buy food and drinks and stuff and sit at tables wow. like at wendy's or something it was fancy I, I want to go on jury duty. Yeah, I, yeah you don't. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> I finally get selected on day two to, to go in. I've never made it this far. They took us in to the, to the place, uh, into the courtroom, and there's the dude that did the bad thing, supposedly. And I knew as soon as I thought that, I am a bad juror. Yeah. Because I've already said he's the bad guy. He's and you're not supposed to do that, Allegedly kids. guilty till proven. Yes, you're supposed to. Oh, wait, the other way. You're Sorry. supposed to be impartial. That's what they call, that, that you don't take sides. But as soon as I saw him, I'm like, he did it. I know it. Look at him. <laughs> he looks guilty. So I knew I had to get out of it. No, I didn't. I, I, I just did, I didn't want to do it. Nobody wants to do it. But if I was going to get out of it, I needed to do it legitimately. Um, so they're asking questions. What they do is the, the um, lawyers for the defense come out and they ask questions. And, and then the, uh, the prosecutor comes out and asks questions. The prosecutor was a lawyer. 
I mean, like a lawyer. He had the suit. He had the glasses that he could look down his eyes at you. A little bow tie. He, he had, no, he had a long tie on, but oh. he was uh, a, a younger guy and just slick as snot on a doorknob, you know? Mm, that's just, great. Yeah, he was something else. And so he asked the question, and, and I'm going to have to tell you some terminology because maybe you guys don't know about this either. But he says, have any of you heard about these pop-up automobile repair stations and about six or seven people of color raised their hand and all the white people kept their hands down and including me and he says has anybody not heard it and and then so the the remainder of the room raised their hand and so he asked one of the ladies what is it and she says oh only one i know of is on gravoy and uh you might have driven on Gravoy when you came past here. And there's an advanced auto parts. There's this little part in there. And a man, she said, I came and I brought my car. He went in with me and we bought brakes. And he went out and put them on my car for $20. And she's, and so she's explaining. That's awesome. You know, something I'd never heard of. That sounds like a good business. And, uh, and a couple other ladies like, yeah, I've been to the same one and, and this, that, and the other. And he says, so you leave your keys with? No, I don't leave my keys. You know, she says... Uh, but I, I just stand there and he did the work and it was great. And apparently the case had to do with a fight that broke out during a car repair at this location. pop-up car repair. The lady next That's to me title. had also raised her hand when, when, she, um, when she said she didn't know what it was. And so he asks her. He says, ma'am, or first he asked me, he's like, sir, you never heard of that? I'm like, no, but I, I, I'm familiar with it now because I drive past her all the time and I've seen it. I've seen the little inlet there in the parking lot where they set up and blah, blah, blah. I just never knew what, what that was. And, and so he asked the lady next to me and, and she raises her hand and uh, <laughs> now I know what she meant to say. I know what she meant to say. She was answering the question, why have you never heard of this? And what she meant to say is something, it would still be offensive, but it wouldn't have been as drastically offensive as what she actually said. What she meant to say, we used to say it in high school, there were t-shirts that the, the kids would wear that said, it's a black thing you wouldn't understand. That's what she kind of meant to say. She shouldn't have said that. That's not for her to say. Mm. But what she actually said, is she raised her hand and he says, ma'am, um, why don't you know about this? And she goes, white privilege, I guess. <laughs> the world froze. I was sitting right next to her and time stopped and my mouth went, oh my God. <laughs> she did not just say that. I privilege, I guess. And then I'm looking around waiting for the bullets to start flying from the judge and the jury and everybody. Because I'm like, dang, this, this lady's not going to walk out of here alive. Oh, man. If it's, if it's oh. not a person of color, it's going to be one of these activists that are just like, they're, they're madder about it than people of color. They're just, hey, why, white people need to make up for their own badness. You know? So I, I knew, I knew she was dead. And she turns to me. I, I had to stand up, actually, at one point, because he said, his next question was, will you be able to convict somebody based just on testimony and not any other evidence? And I had to raise my hand. I said, sir, I, I can't do that because I had a friend. We have a friend in our church who um, had an altercation at a residence and they claimed he had a gun. This white lady told him, them he had a gun. They believed her and they added five years to his sentence just on her word and hmm. no other witnesses. So I said, I really, I really am going to need more than just somebody's word. 
And um, she leans over to me and she goes, well, I guess you got out of it. And I'm like, girl, you don't even know. You, you ain't going to get out of this building. So, <laughs> so, you need to call somebody now. <laughs> you, need to, you need to get an Uber <laughs> and a guard. Don't tell them what you said. Good night. But she said oh, white man. privilege, I suppose. I know she didn't know what yeah, she was saying. Being kind of. <laughs> she meant. Because I probably would do something stupid like that, too. Just not, Ooh. Well, I would be more like, I guess it's because I'm white. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I would try to make it really stupid. You know? Like, no white person. But, uh, no, she was, she was very sure about what she said. Mm. And it was horrifying. And I didn't want to sit next to her anymore. <laughs> do you want to be? And, and I just saw eyebrows go up everywhere <laughs> around. That's mm. all. The people were very kind to her. And they let her leave. Uh, <laughs> they followed her. <laughs> so anyway. Hopefully they gave her some educational material. Yes, yes. Yeah, let me explain to you, because yeah. I don't think what you said means what you think it means. <laughs> do not think you said what you think uh, you said. Because I know what she meant. I know she meant she just didn't know because she never goes down to Gravois. She doesn't live in that part of the city. She lives in the Lily White little area that, that has gardens and all this stuff. Uh, but she, she went, there were better ways. <laughs> to have said it so yeah mm. uh, folks just a special announcement for everyone don't don't tell people uh <laughs> that you don't know about things the more because you of your know. white privilege please don't do that that's the Where's wrong that thing sound to say. bite that you oh uh, yeah let, let me let me retell this story in the proper way okay so the lady was asked uh why don't you know about these pop-up gas stations and she just raised her hand and she said Look, I'm, a, I'm an absolute moron. And what I want to say is I want to say white privilege, but I feel like that's wrong. There's something in my soul that is kind of warning me because I'm a normal person, even though I'm stupid, that would warn me to not do that. But I don't, I don't, I'm not listening to that. I'm trying to do it better. Is there anyone in here that can help me possibly say this in an unoffensive way? that I don't know because I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> I don't drive a car. I think that would That's be less offensive than what she actually did. Okay, I gotta retell it again. The white lady said, I just don't, I've never heard of them. There. There. Done. There it is right there. The only unoffensive way. Thank you. Yeah, I'm feeling the heat from that. It was scary. I'm just sitting here. It was scary because I know she didn't mean it, but she also didn't have that check in her head that said, shut up. Don't, you don't even know what it means. Don't use words you don't mean <laughs> or you don't know what they mean because uh, everybody's bumped into somebody like that. But anyway, okay, so we're going to do some listener stories. I'm going to play the music real quick. And you, uh, we're going to read a couple from our, from our notes, and then you are welcome, audience, to raise your hand, and uh, our wonderful MC will come around, and, and you can tell a story. We had a ton of stories for Red School Bus. Yeah, so I hopefully, think they used them all up. I think they did. I think they got confused and used them all up in the first one, but we'll see. This one's called, this is middle school drama, so i got to play that, too. Um, uh, um, no offense, Adam. Out of the way, stupid. All right, out of the way, stupid. This is from Skylar. S-K-Y-L-A-R. It's called Vomit City. So it's a good one. Really looking forward to this one. Yeah. I was born with sweaty feet. 
He actually said sweetie feet, but I... <laughs> sweetie feet? <laughs> sweetie feet. <laughs> Skyler had sweetie feet. <laughs> anyway. Sounds like a candy that my kids eat. I was born with sweetie feet. People lick them all the time. It's so nasty. I got them in my stocking when I was a kid. <laughs> I just uh, just had no feet as a child. There we go. I'm going to get some more hate mail. Whenever oh. I make jokes about not having an arm or a foot, we get hate mail from somebody that's an amputee. I swear to you. Just edit that part out. I will. I'm going to push the button. Okay. There you go. So anyways, he had feet, and they were sweet. No, they were sweaty. And where, uh, when I wore socks, my feet sweat. So one day, my mom said, wear socks with my dance shoes. <laughs> what do you have dance shoes for, <laughs> Skylar? So my feet won't smell as much, even when I put a refresher spray in my shoes and socks. I danced for four hours. Dang, do you? Wow. Wow. Dancing what is, what is, Where is he dancing? Where's the, where's the, where's the middle school kid dancing? Skyler's a girl? Maybe. I hadn't thought about that. I've never thought. I don't, I don't know any middle school I'm terrible at guessing dance. genders. You guys know this. <laughs> Skyler sounded like a dude name, but it's probably a girl. But she, girl. still, what's a girl doing dancing girl. for four hours at her Ballet age? Ballet or something? Something she's making money. She's gonna make a movie, Dirty Dancing. Making si- those singles. She's paying her paying her rent and dollar bills. Um, anyway, <laughs> I danced for four I don't hours. What that meant. And <laughs> that one just rippled through the okay. the crowd there. Uh, I danced for four hours and I take my shoes off and almost threw up because it smelled like vomit. Ooh. I've mentioned that my feet stink, but I and I mentioned that they don't stink bad. They smell they smell like. Um, uh, salad dressing or Greek yogurt. Your feet smell So if like you Greek like the yogurt? smell of Greek yogurt, you like the smell of my stank feet. Huh. Because Greek yogurt stinks to me. I like want to throw I thought I smelled something delicious the other day. <laughs> he's been staying at my house. Into the house. I passed by your days. shoes. And- so he says, I put my flip-flops on. I got in the car. We were going to my grandparents. I had clothes. As soon as I sat down, my brothers and my mom start gagging and backing away from me. My brother was like, we don't, why don't you put some socks on? And ew, my dad was like, don't be offended. Yeah. How could I not be offended? Yeah, it has to be a girl because that's just the way girls talk. Yeah, guys would be like, oh, I don't smell anything. Yeah. What? I cried Aww. and angrily texted my friends. Definitely a middle school female because I have one. Or she's a high schooler now. But um, I love you and, and John. That's the Aww. end of it. By the way, that's the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I angrily texted my friends. And I that was angrily it. texted my friends, and that showed them my family was doomed. <laughs> so, thanks. I love you, James and John. My favorite episodes are Library Creep and Mustache Lady. I'm new to the show, really, because those are the last two episodes. Oh, so that would do I wasn't it. in either of those, uh, but <laughs> I already love it. Yeah, welcome, welcome to uh, John Skyler. Yay! You might not like the show anymore now. No. We'll have Don't to see to episode three hundred. She says, "I haven't been. I'm new to it, but I already love it." My first message was a horrible. Sorry, <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. It just didn't have a beginning, middle, or end. I thought it stunk. <laughs> my feet, my feet stunk. <laughs> yeah, she had sweetie it. feet. Was, she had sweetie feet. Yeah, it makes more sense now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I love middle school stories. It just have a hot, soft spark in my heart. For, spark, spot. spark in my heart. Spark. I had to make it rhyme. Um, this one comes as a voicemail. It's called A Mighty Wind 
from Jeremy. His uh, name is Spider Pan, and he lives in Kansas City, and he has no reason not to be here. But I'm going to play his, his stupid thing anyway. Here we go. Can't hey try. there, James, and whoever is hosting with you today. This John. is Jeremy, the Spider Pan from Neverland to Disney and Beyond, and I've got a recent story that happened, and after it happened, I realized I have to come and tell you all this story. Okay, so I live in Kansas City, Missouri. We're right in the middle of some of the tornadoes that happen uh, every wow. spring, and we've had some pretty wacky weather. There was a particular Wednesday. Uh, this would have been, I think, the week of Memorial Day. This tornado had already come through and destroyed uh, uh, some towns. And it's, you know, it's doing some damage. It's coming across it's hilarious the so far. speedway, and it comes right towards my neighborhood. So we gather up our adult cat and a rescue kitten that we were kind of working with. Uh, we gather them Humble up brag. with some things, and we head downstairs. We live in an apartment, and so we go down the stairs, and we gather in a uh, in the basement area, and we hear voices. I'm like, okay, well, some of our neighbors must be down somewhere. So we go into like the uh, where the storage area is, and we walk in through another doorway, and there's this little kind of squared off, small, tight space as you go towards the laundry room, and we find. A lot of the people from our other building, because we have adjoining buildings, but we, we see some people that we do know, some neighbors we know, and some neighbors we don't know, and we're huddling together to wait out the storm uh, and trying to keep an eye on the news uh, and stuff. And so we're all kind of, you know, we, we know some of our neighbors, but most of our neighbors we don't know, and we're kind of just chit-chatting, and everybody's showing off, well, here's my pet that I'm, I'm saving from the storms. And I'm leaning Humble up brat. against the door because it's this very small space. Let me point this out. It's like a large closet, and there's a large group of people. We're all kind of cluttered together. But I'm leaning against the door. Well, I feel it coming. Oh, boy. And uh, I was, you know those those farts <laughs> where you're trying to... To n- not let it out, or you're trying to make it out quietly, and so you end up staggering it, and yet it makes a noise anyway, and it, so it comes out in bits. You know what I mean? Well, uh, so the first wave of fart comes out, and a bunch of people look over at me, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I am so sorry!" And I'm leaning against the door, so it's getting some extra volume it's resonating you know, from the door. Uh, so everybody looks at me like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. And then because I'm trying to hold it in, the second wave of fart comes out and, I, and it vibrates the door again. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And this happens. I have like three consecutive right there vibrating the door with all these strangers. And I'm like apologizing. Uh, thankfully, it didn't stink up the place because we were in a very small area. So there wasn't really much stink. And no, I didn't have a sinus infection. Uh, Jason was thinking of that one. But uh yeah, so my, my good introduction to the neighbors was showing off this rescue kitten that we were taking care of and farting on the door. So, yeah, the neighbors are going to know me really well as the farting guy. I guess I brought forth a mighty wind because the tornado, oh. thankfully, uh, had let up as it passed over Gladstone where I live, but apparently it did land again on the other side of Liberty. You might be familiar with some of this area yes, uh, yes. since you lived around like Independence or something, I guess, at one point, but it mainly comes across up north of the river whenever we have these things happen. Uh, so, yeah, so that's my story, and I'm unfortunately sticking to it. Ugh. Ooh. Ooh. That's so like weird after a him. fart story. Um, yeah, you blamed it on the cat. If that had been me, <laughs> I'd have just been like, I'm going to go out in the tornado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't deserve to I'm be I'm going to join forces with the tornado. <laughs> go fight it. <laughs> Spread this gas all over the county. Be a new movie. <laughs> Twister. Twister. Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. So now we'd like to take a couple of (sighs) stories from our live studio audience, if you have one. Oh, yeah. 
Eric Fisher. <laughs> All right. So I saved this one because I realized I had it and then was like, hold it for this show. Excellent. So, and it actually Thank happened two day, It happened yesterday. It was on the way to here. Oh. Um, we, so we've we got a five-hour drive, and one of those hours is south to Indianapolis, and then the rest 70 to, to here. And so we stop at my... Uh, sister-in-law's place because my wife was like, hey, is it is it anywhere on the way to go? Because she's bad with directions. She's like, is it on the way at all to stop at my sister's place? And I'm like, yes. So <laughs> sort of. the kids are with us. They love getting out of the car, playing with their cousins and everything. And as what usually happens, my almost eight-year-old son falls asleep in the van every single time we're in the car moving for, say, 20 minutes or so. Yes. So he slept the whole way there. We pull up. We park. And then my wife gets out, and she's heading up with the stuff to deliver, and my daughter's getting ready to get out, and then my son pops up, and he's like, we're here? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so he gets out and proceeds to head towards the house, or so I thought. Oh. And my daughter and I get out, and we're starting to walk towards the house. We see my wife up at the door, knocking, waiting to get in, and I'm like, where did he go? <laughs> and I'm looking around, and, I'm like, and I turn to his sister, and I'm like, where did Evan go? And she's like... I don't see him. Where did he go? And so suddenly she and I turn around and across the street and at somebody else's house. Oh, he comes darting down their steps, across their driveway, across the street and up this drive. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, suddenly I realize he was so asleep that when he suddenly woke up, he went to the wrong house. He went to the first house he saw. He just walked right up. And I tried to, as a responsible parent, be like, okay, dude, what were you thinking? And then I realized, oh, he was just woke up. He didn't know. But I was like, two, okay, did you go to the door? Did you try to just walk in like you would at like family's house? And I just envisioned like somebody like seeing this strange kid with no shoes on because he picked him off, like a homeless kid walk into their house suddenly and be like wigging out, and then they be at him. And it, I, I just anyway, it was a hilarious story. We started interrogating him, and he was just like, "So this is the funniest part." He says, "I say, what were you thinking?" And he says to me, "I didn't." I just thought they changed the front of their house. Eight <laughs> years old, man. Yeah. So there they you do go. that, don't they? You can do that. Oh, yes. Another seat. story from. All right. So I'm Chris. Tim Tebow. And this one, <laughs> this one comes from about. Oh, thank you. Yes. Comes from about 15 years ago. I was a teacher, and so in the summers I would work at a fireworks stand. Different kind of danger than the hippies. <laughs> Okay, I'll eat the microphone. It's better than so, that. It tastes good. We were working at the fireworks stand. I was down in Jackson, Missouri, and we'd been there for two weeks straight, just me and another guy. So one of us had to be there the whole time. So we were pretty exhausted. We were in a Wendy's parking lot, so they were giving us all kinds of free food. We were giving them all kinds of free fireworks. Last <laughs> nice. night is 4th of July. None of us are happy that we're still at work. Um, the Wendy's guys come out from working the drive. They're like, come on, let's, let's shoot up something big. <laughs> and you know those, those at boxes. At the fireworks tent. Yeah. <laughs> Hold it. Hold it. Don't get ahead of me. <laughs> so we have one of those big boxes that shoot 25 things out. You know, light at once, yes. 25 things shoot out. So we're like, go ahead, kids. Go crazy. So they take this thing. You know, it, was, it was a solid 20 feet from the drive-thru. And they set it on the, on the ground. They light it up. We all run back. I realized at the very last second that it was upside down. Oh, no! <gasps> oh, no! So fortunately... Or unfortunately, the first thing shoots off, flips it oh, on its good. side. 
Oh. Right at the drive-thru cars. <laughs> There's cars in the drive-thru, and it's just firing these big things right that way. Everyone's scattering. I'm running towards it. Another kid gets there before me, kicks this thing to, like, turn it, uh-huh. but he points it at the fireworks tent. <sighs> so there's at least 15 shots left, and they're oh. all shooting at the fireworks <gasps> tent. This is and so really we're good. running. I'm trying to figure out how can I say I was not here, even though I was here all week. <laughs> uh, eventually, miraculously, even in a dry summer, nothing caught on the fireworks tent. <laughs> but you've never seen a group of 15 or so college and high school kids run so fast. <laughs> and you're all on the no-fly terrorist list now. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling. Protect it with your body. That was excellent. Take the burns. <laughs> oh, man. That didn't end how I hoped it would. <laughs> that was so pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm glad nobody died, John. I don't know about you. I wasn't hoping for that. I was yeah. just thinking you like, were the wanting, whole tent went off. You were wanting murder like we had in the last show. Not yeah. like that. Uh, this was called Unicorn Mom. And uh, I told Adam about this earlier because he, 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 I thought he somehow had magically read my notes. Uh, one day, this is from Tucker Golf. Goff, G-O-F-F not golf. Uh, so one day I was playing with my Legos and my fam had decided to go and get some ice cream. So I leave my Legos there because I was, wasn't done with the adventure that I was having with my Legos. I love it when they say the same word over and over and over. Just in case you're wondering. I was playing with Legos. Legos. Yeah. So then I want to add it to every sentence after that. We pull in the driveway after I let go of my Legos and I got some ice cream because I wasn't playing with my there it goes. <laughs> so anyway, no, he says, we pulled in the driveway after getting our ice cream from the local ice cream shop. Thank you, because we don't know how ice cream is made. Uh, we step in from the garage door, and as my mom passes through the door, she steps on one of my Legos. <gasps> barefoot. Dun, dun, dun! Oh, I don't believe it. As she cries out in pain, and she falls down with her ice cream right in the perfect position mm. to end up right on her face. What? Yeah, on her forehead. As I was trying <laughs> to hold in my laughter, first of all, Tucker, Tucker, you do not laugh no, at your mom ever. when she's hurting. So I don't even believe this story. Don't leave your Legos out on because, the floor for your mom to step well, on. Well, and he wouldn't be alive if this story was true. So <laughs> I'm just telling you. As he... As he struggled to hold back his laughter, uh, he said, look, it's a unicorn, as she had gotten the bulk of her ice cream cone on her forehead. (laughs) (laughs) She she survived the incident with a slightly hurt ego, Tucker Goff. All right, we got to retell this one, because what actually happened, my friend, is the mom looked up from the floor and she said, Tucker Goff? Are these your Legos, young man? Yeah, Mom. Yes, Mom, they were. I was playing with the Legos before we went to get ice cream at the local ice cream shop. (laughs) Because I do love my Legos. I have adventures with them. I was having an adventure (laughs) before we went to get the ice cream from the local ice cream shop. Legos. Well, can you go get me a knife? Because I want to cut your little head off. (laughs) And that's the way the story really ended. So there we go. Oh, man. I I, I know my target audience now. It's third graders. Yes. I'm I'm killing it with the third graders. Thanks, Joe. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my goodness. Um, So, yeah. Uh, any Any other listener stories? 
Well, uh, many years ago, I was in the military, and we were flying into an undisclosed uh, part of a jungle in a part of Central America. Ooh, I think it's all undisclosed. <laughs> and uh, it was a, a very narrow airstrip, and you had to land uh, C-130s in a, like, a bowl-shaped uh, series of mountains. Goodness. Yikes. So the plane went vertical up ooh, on one ooh, wing ooh. and vertical up on the other wing. And we came to a, a screeching halt on a dirt airstrip. Well, the funny part of the story is we hopped out. The guys in the other airplane were all coming out, I mean, falling on the ground laughing. And what happened is when you fly, okay, sometimes, you know, things churn in the stomach. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and when the plane <laughs> went up on one wing, <laughs> somebody on the top part of the plane vomited. Uh, and as it went back the other way, uh, they caught it uh, right uh, where it started from. <laughs> That's the worst story ever. That's so gross. You were that guy, weren't you? <laughs> it was on the other plane. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the other plane. So he was laughing for real. Gosh. Oh, I always had a, a nightmare about that. Like like these loop-de-loop roller coasters before I would ride them. I'm like, yeah. what if somebody threw up right at the top? And then they down. came around and caught it right there. That would be so awesome. But wow, I would that's die. That's why I don't go on roller coasters. Oh, man. Anymore. Um, let's see. What else we got? Okay, go ahead, John. Read us uh, something from Matthew Tynan. Matthew Tynan. Tynan. Matthew says, several months ago, I was working on a dryer in a condo in Destin, Florida. That's interesting. My boss, who is teaching me appliance repair, with my boss, sorry, who is teaching me appliance repair, he sent me down for a part in the van, and when I came back, I knocked on the door. I started to walk in until I heard a lady's voice answering and saying, nobody's home. <laughs> I thought I knocked on the wrong door, so I went to the next door. <laughs> and as I got to the next door and was about to knock, I realized my mistake. I had been tricked by my boss. <laughs> he was standing in the doorway laughing his head off, and well, of course I had to start laughing too. <laughs> I don't remember that sound bite. That's new. That's new. Oh, man. Well, we finished the repair and left with something funny to remember. And whoever's house we were fixing, we also took all their stuff. <laughs> no. So we left with that, too. I added that. No! <laughs> Matthew, China, thank you. I told you guys about the time that me and John Knipper put uh, a mannequin, a full-grown man mannequin with boots and everything on the women's toilet at the bathroom in it, where I worked at a church. And we put a walkie-talkie in his belt uh, so I that we could that talk story, to people. Yeah. <laughs> and I was young and dumb. I didn't think <laughs> through it. I thought it would be hilarious and until John comes running up to me, dude, dude, I'll take the heat. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell Saul. Uh, just, I'll take it. Man, they won't fire me. And I'm like, what, what? He's like, there is a lady. It's sitting in the receptionist area, and she is having a conniption fit about this man that was in the thing. And, and oh, it, it just, like I said, I... I would have been arrested if he hadn't taken yeah. the heat for that. I, you think I'm joking when I say that, but it's not. And that's not me, John. He just happens to have a lot of people in his life named John. Yeah. So. Like, there's a lot of Jennifers in here, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Hi, James and John and David. I do not have a name on this one. Um, my, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> my name is Ava. M- Nate, 
boar? Bear. Oh, pronounced bear like the animal. I read Ava, she knows me. Uh, Ava, Ava Bear. I'm a normal 11-year-old Texas Texan girl. There's nothing normal about Texans. Yes, um, huh? A, 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 a yesterday, I decided to show my brother one of my favorite short films about a girl who has anorexia. Okay, an, how do you say that? Anorexia? Yeah, anorexia. It was the first gotcha life mini movie I had ever watched. It was called Fat by Casey the Dork. I have no clue, but it's probably... I think it's a YouTube thing, maybe? Okay. I don't know. And well, anyway, anorexia, just for clarity yeah. that's the one where you you throw up after you eat so no that was bulimia oh anorexia is when you think you're fat but you're not okay it's like a disorder. i don't have anorexia no. <laughs> okay but well, anyway you, it's a serious thing yes for, so this yes. is a, this is a serious movie so my brother and i are watching it and he soon really gets into it this 20 minute movie throughout the movie i keep telling my brother how sweet and sad the ending is she's already seen it obviously as we neared the end of the time for the sad part, my first time I watched the movie, I cried. But this time, I knew what was coming, so I watched my brother's reaction. Mia, the main character, had been rushed to the hospital while her mom and crush were waiting outside. There's just certain keywords that let you know the age of the people yeah. that are writing this. Crush. Like, I don't think the last time I used the word crush was in, in reference to somebody that I liked. Yeah, I haven't liked you know. anybody for a long time. Except for one person, the love of my life, the wife of my youth, Back. Jennifer Kennison. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes. Uh, anyway, he says uh, the, they were rushed to the hospital and the mom and the crush are waiting outside. The doctor walks in the room and tells them she's gone. And the mom is literally on the ground crying and so is the boy. My brother's jaw drops to the floor and he screams, she died? I'm laughing my head off at the saddest part because of my brother's reaction, but I managed to shut myself up. We were in a full car, so it was kind of embarrassing, and we watched the sweet part of the movie where it's all sappy, where the crush, and they figure out that the girl isn't dead. Yay! In parentheses. Now my brother thinks that I'm a sicko that laughs when people die. Love your show, and I'm glad you started back up. Bye! Bye! It's all caps. Bye! So that's Ava Bear. And she's oh, going to be explaining that last name until she gets married. Until she gets... In, yeah, unless she probably, doesn't... Yeah, because she, she's 11. She, she didn't marry into that name. She will probably take the other person's name. I hope she marries somebody with the last name Wrestler. And so it hyphenates, Hi, I'm Ava Bear Wrestler. <laughs> that would be awesome, right? <laughs> what did you say about David's name, his middle name last night, David Godbout? Oh, <laughs> I wish your real name was Oh My. <laughs> David Oh My God Bout. <laughs> Can we change that for you? It's, it's a uh, all right, hit me with uh, Christopher Tynan from Niceville, Florida. Haven't we already read a Tynan? No, we read a Matthew Tynan. This is. I bet you is, they're related. I bet they are. Man, Niceville. Niceville, Florida. That sounds so great. Sounds like a good place to visit for something. Yeah, something nice. Ice cream. I'm just looking for something nice. I want to buy something nice for my family. So go to Niceville. I will. You can get yourself a Niceville house. I'll get a nice little house. I'll get some nice little Legos. Mm. And I'll have a nice little mom that'll fall. And get a nice little ice cream cone right on a nice little head. Isn't Niceville where they filmed that movie? Um, if you say Niceville, Niceville? you make a 10-year-old ten, uh, laugh. So. I think so. <laughs> Niceville, that's where they filmed. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies, The Truman Show. Isn't that from Niceville? With the, the Really? I think so. I Maybe think, not. I think you're making that up. 
Somebody Google it quick. Well, my family and I were preparing for a road trip to visit our grandparents about eight years ago. That's a long time. And we were finally all loaded up in the car when all of a sudden I realized that I was loaded up God, too. Why do you have to say it like that? I was loaded. <laughs> I was loaded for Ava Bear. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Stacked to the rafters with poop. That's what I'm he's assuming talking about. that's where this is going. Yeah. This show just. This is so kind of gross. <laughs> when did our show become all about poop and farts? I don't know. I blame you. I don't even think they're funny. <laughs> just so you all know, this is all an act. Whenever somebody says fart, I just pretend to laugh. On the inside, I'm crying. Molly laughs. He says, I just pretend to laugh. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So he was loaded up, uh, too. So I head back inside to do my business. After a couple of minutes, I came out. Yeah. If he got it done in a couple minutes, it wasn't loaded. It was not, he was he not was loaded. Not loaded no. That's like 15 minutes minimum. Minimum. If you got your phone with you, and, add a couple and if, 20. If you've got 12,028 blocks, the app, it's going to take at least 40, <laughs> 45 minutes. So anyway. Or Matchington Mansion. Yeah. Just one more level. <laughs> so I headed back inside. Oh, I already read that. Sorry. Uh, unbeknownst to me. My dad had slipped into the house after me and placed himself just inside the door of my room, which was adjacent to the bathroom. See, you, were, you used the word like adjacent. You can just tell adjacent. how old they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, that's a big well, word. It happened eight years ago, so he's definitely not eight. Yeah. I think we'll get into that a little bit later. So he slipped in and he's adjacent to the bathroom. When I walked out the door, he suddenly erupted from the room with a roar and scared me so badly that my head nearly hit the ceiling. <laughs> Needless to say, I am 17 you know, now. Needless 17. to say, no, that's pretty necessary to say. Needless Th- to say, I'm 17 now, and my dad, in the past eight years, has not scared me that badly again. Because I threatened his life. I got... Dad, I may only be eight now. Yeah, eight years ago. What's, what's math? 17 minus eight, 10? Six. Six, nine? Eight, nine. Eight, okay, nine. 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 Thank I can, you. See, this I is why you. we need a studio audience yeah. all the time. <laughs> you guys want to come to my house next Thursday at 4.30? I 4 feel 30? so much more intelligent now. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, I might be a small little nine-year-old now, but dad needless <laughs> to say, when I'm 17, I'm going to take you down. You're never going to scare me again, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he finishes by saying, I love your podcast, and I'm listening to it right now on the way to see my grandparents. <gasps> that is what made me think to write this in. Keep up the good work and don't vote John off in paper. I mean, writing. Please agree with Christopher Tynan from Niceville, Florida. All right. That is our show. If we used your story, we owe you a sticker. First of all, before I play the outro, thank you, audience, for being here today. You're thank awesome. You. you are the most coolest people in the world. And that is all we've got for today. Do you have any stories? We're looking for stories all the time. Rodents? How about rodent stories? I don't, not a big fan. How about stories about babysitting? Mm. Elementary school stories. What about clothing mishaps? 
Send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Twitter at NLCast. Review us on iTunes if you haven't or wherever fine podcasts are sold because it really helps out the show. If you want more great shows like this one, visit NLCast.com. And if you hated this show, then stay away because we don't like you either. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, Janu Streisbeck, and Kerry Wright. Become a patron today and support the show at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or Lego-related happens, <laughs> don't, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't let your brat son call you a unicorn mom. Just think oh this belongs on That Story Show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, James. Thanks, audience! Yeah! I thought we were going to eat these beans. <laughs> we're not going to eat the beans. We'll eat them later. Hmm. We still got to do uh, bonus stuff. So Yeah, if you're a patron, you get to hear this. So if you're not, if a, you're patron, not a patron, you have to close you, your ears. You have, to, you have to leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Secret. It's uh, like, I usually talk longer, so this is fine. It's almost over. I can't hear the music. I can't. I'm just kidding. There we go. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.